I really believe anyone can become an entrepreneur. It's about coming up with an idea that you're passionate about. And you'll know when it's the right idea. To be an entrepreneur, you have to really love what you're doing. Failure is a data point. That's all it is. It's a part of the journey. If you want, fa- if you want success, you're going to experience failure. going on everybody welcome back to our channel it's your girl bex and i'm carly and we deliver content to unlock your mindset and actions to be limitless don't forget to like comment share and subscribe and like we always say ring the bell notification so you can be notified when we're dropping gems just like this boom 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 we are back another week back another video time. this week we are talking about payal kadakia the founder of class pass and the author of Life Pass. And this is someone I had never even heard of. Most of the videos we've kind of heard of someone. So we'll do a little bit more research. I accidentally stumbled upon a pile and I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Honestly, pretty, pretty incredible. A billion dollar valuation company absolutely crazy the first billionaire that entered into the new decade in 2020 um so yeah man and did you know that a billion dollar company is called a unicorn and do you know why it's called a unicorn i will tell you it's because (laughs) it's so rare and it's almost impossible to imagine which is why billion dollar companies are actually called unicorns didn't know that there you go you learn something new every day i think the last billion dollar company we spoke about was bumble wasn't it and, uh, yes yes that's the last I one we spoke so, about yeah. wow you know what's crazy though how this can be a billion dollar company and i've never heard of it that's what i'm saying never heard of it it's crazy because yeah. i mean it's a company in america though right yeah i don't even so, know if it is here but it's definitely yeah America's where it started off, yeah. But yeah, man, um, I think it's really incredible just the fact that she's a billion-dollar company. According to Forbes, only 1% of venture-funded startups actually reach that status, and it's even lower for women of colour. Amazing. Amazing. Talking about funding, actually, that was one of the things that, um, that she was talking about, like, I know, and I think we're going to touch on it a little bit later about some of her keys to success, but she was saying about that is one of the things you think, oh, I'm good at raising money, but it mm. didn't necessarily mean she was successful. But that in itself is a skill that she's been able to sell an idea. She's never been an entrepreneur before, though they were kind of looking like when she, because she graduated from MIT, she noticed there was no Indian like dance groups and she was the first yeah. one to set that up. And they were like, hang on a minute, that's an entrepreneurial thing to do. But yeah, maybe yeah. at the time you don't, you don't actually realize that. And like she was saying about, um, that she'd worked at different companies, but she, because of she was such a good worker, when she did go to the people to be like, oh, hey, this is my idea, she'd already built a great reputation. So Mm. yes, okay, they know her as an employee who's now wants to become an entrepreneur, but they know she's a hard worker, she gets stuff done, she delivers, Mm. that just set her up and yeah absolutely smashed it it's funny that you say about that we was talking about this weren't we the other day about being a a good employee 
um, because you never know when you, if you work for a big company, you never know when you may come with a big idea, even if you didn't want to go off and be an entrepreneur and, and run with the idea yourself, but you could actually get the backing of the company that you work for and work within that company, never not know. taking on that risk. Never you know what I mean? No. Could you imagine that? I mean, we've spoken about it, like some ideas, like imagine if we came back and did this or imagine that, but honestly, but it's another thing, like they say about being nice to people. You never mm. know one day someone could be like my current, um, like the, the, uh, like the director for my team, he actually remembered me from, uh, when he first joined the business and I was supporting wow. like the onboarding. Now imagine I'd been like didn't give him the time of day or whatever. Now all of a sudden yeah. he's my boss. Like, yeah, yeah so you, you never know. You never know. True, you know. It's true. But yeah, cool. Do you want to jump into? Yeah, it's a bit about her background then. So her um, her parents are, um, they immigrated from, the, from India to the US. Both of them are chemists. How amazing is that? Wow. Um, but she's always had like an absolute love for dance. And I think she pretty much talks about it in all of her, her interviews. And she is also, um, she has a company in that as well. So she's the founder and art artistic director of, I think it's pronounced SAR, um, dance company, which expresses Indian American identity. So she's classically trained in oh, wow. Indian dance, but she's self-taught in Bollywood dance, which I didn't actually realize there was a difference. So again, you learn something new every day. She was interviewing, um, she's been interviewed by someone and he was saying about how much he loves uh, Bollywood films. And she was explaining they are different types of dance. Yeah. Yeah. So like jumping into like her companies and stuff. So I know that she's got class pass and you're going to go into more uh, details about that. But um, I know that she studied tech and I, I was thinking like a lot of the tech companies, big tech companies, you often see that people actually come from that background. Mm -hmm. Like, even if we had an idea for a tech company, it'd be interesting to see how well or how how far you get without the tech background. You know what I mean? It'd be interesting to see. It's true. Yeah, I wonder that because it's weird because I I find that I work sometimes. You know, you got, you've got an idea of what you want it to look like. You mm. just don't know how to deliver it. So I think you can, if you understand how tech works, and you know, yeah, it's possible to do that. I know there's a way of doing that. I just don't know how, but then that definitely helps with the direction. You're not just coming up with something wacky. And I think probably yeah. with her job, her being a consultant, she, she's been exposed to probably a lot of industries as well mm. um, and things like that. So it's definitely um, helped her. But um, what I quite like, I've just got some, some notes on, on it here. So, um, so she founded the company. So it was initially called Classtivity. Yeah. And yeah, which is it's um it's not the catchiest of names, is it? Um <laughs> but it started as that, and she said it was because she was struggling to book um dance classes. And what she actually did is she then herself went as a customer, so she sort of signed up to classes, and when she was in the door, we just said, like, let's have a conversation and was talking to all the um to the to the owners and sort of explaining her idea and then she got a lot of ideas from that and they were really um on board with it um but she came mission obsessed and she said I won't stop until people get to class that was like one of the mission statements and then it came mm. finding a class shouldn't be harder than taking one I love that wow yeah I That's absolutely it. yeah how cool is that and it's true you know because I saw something else like when something becomes hard, you just give up and you say, I oh, forget yeah. it, I can't be asked. Yeah. And then you don't go. You don't go. Yeah, can't be bothered. It's too much effort. I know I've done that with stuff. I'm like, oh, it's too much effort. Yeah. I can't be asked. 
So yeah, like I wish they found a better experience for shopping for clothes. Cause you know, sometimes you've got to go online. You can only do so much, but I hate going shopping. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I loved this bit, oh, just was like, wow. Is she gave herself two weeks, two weeks to come up with an idea. And she never asked like, why two weeks? And she was like, I, I didn't want to waste time. If, mm. if in that time I can't come up with an idea, then I shouldn't be an entrepreneur. And she was going to go, I will just find a new career path, something maybe in the arts industry. And that's me done. Imagine putting that pressure, that timeline. That is, oh, for wow. me, that is mad. Like that is radical as well, because it's like, wow, you're giving yourself such, especially if you have like, I don't know, two weeks is, is a, a minimal time, but she did it within 36 hours madness she came up the idea within yeah. 36 hours or because something she like was that. online like you're saying oh this is difficult but rather than just go this is difficult forget it i'll go back to my business idea hang on that is the business idea why is this so hard mad and, oh but you know what's mad there's someone else i know the same thing was like right i am sitting here trying to figure out how to make money gave themselves like a month or something like that a month or two months to figure it out and figured it out and is now a multi-millionaire like it's only the I mean, few people I've ever heard that put themselves a time limit yeah. to figure it out. It's That's amazing. Wild. So it's wild. wild. One thing I will say though is um I did see that she like one of the interviews that we've recently like you discovered and stuff about um going like I quit my nine to five job and then it led to this billion dollar company, right? But there needs to be a big disclaimer there. She had two years worth of savings to fund yes, her life. She did. Yes. So, uh, you know, like, I, I really like headlines are obviously to grab in the attention and all the rest of it. But we, we also need to be realistic. You can't just can't just go off quitting stuff. But I mean, it's a great, great decision that she great made. Great decision. Right? And she'd saved up. And, you know, it's that that longer term sort of, you know, I don't know, she always thought maybe one day, but she mm. had that opportunity to do that, which was, absolutely amazing but one of the things oh, this honestly again that like she just comes out of things I'm just like wow she said when you're starting a business and she said this is a lot of the time when people come up to an approach and say hey well, you know would you invest in my business she always said what problem in the world are you solving is the mm. first question and then how will you know when you get there like, I've never heard, you always hear people say, you've got to solve a problem. Solve a problem and you'll make millions. But you never hear someone talk about, when do you know that you've done it? And then the third part was, why are you the right person to be solving it? I just thought, I really... Those are, it's a yeah. deep one, you know. It's a deep one because you really need to go back and think about, yeah, hold on a minute. Okay, there's 10 other people that have got this idea. I think I can make it a little bit better. But why would people want to invest in me? Yeah why yeah. do people want to partner up with me and yeah. so on and so forth it's, it's deep big time and then to to one of the things you were mentioning before your idea might be fantastic but are you the right person to take it on which is why i think you've made, mentioned this a few times how many ceos have actually said i need to step back i can't yeah. be the ceo of this i'm not the right person yeah. yet or maybe never to, to run this yeah 100 percent. ben francis is one of the one guy that I actually am obsessed with because I just love his story. Um, 
but yeah, he he took time away from the being the CEO because I might have come up with the idea, but then okay, let's say I grew it to a hundred grand or I grew it to a million. What do I know about running a million dollar company? You know what I mean? How do I know to take it to the next step? A lot of these things happen, but by accident, you've, yeah. you've hit onto something and you've made it good. But to take it to that next level, I think um, yeah, man, it's a it's a proper deep bomb. Definitely. Yeah, and then just the last couple of points. And she said she spent one year building this beautiful product. And she said, but she didn't actually understand the industry. So when they released it, not one sale when it first came out. Um, and also with this business model, it had never had a never been a subscription before in this type of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, like imagine that you've built this, everyone's behind you, you've raised the money, then bang. I think I think that first company put in five hundred grand. What? Yeah, I think you are. I did see something. It's about five hundred grand, and and it was just like tumbleweed. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Imagine? Can you imagine? You're just like, oh gosh, someone's gonna click in a minute. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Anything yet? I'll just press F five. Refresh. Yeah. I think. Oh. Honestly. Um, but you know what? That probably need, leads nicely into her um, her lessons. Yeah. Top three uh, lessons that contributed to success. Number one, give yourself deadlines. Number two, ignore false s- signals of success. And number three, be prepared to pivot. So with number one, obviously giving yourself the, uh, the, the deadlines, right? She gave herself two weeks and so on and so forth. One of the things that I like to say is that if you give yourself 30 hours to clean your house, it's going to take 30 hours. If you give yourself three hours, you can get it done within three hours. So it's always like, even at work, even with everything that you do, your manager might give you a deadline for two weeks, but you shouldn't leave it up to that two weeks. Why yeah, can't yeah. you get it done review and so on and so forth? Number two, ignore false signals of success. And I think this one Love is it. very, very key it could be your uh, support from the people around you telling you how great the business is and all the rest of it it could be because you've had success fundraising like you said like okay we've got fundraising we've got the money coming in so on and so forth doesn't mean that your business is successful it could be that you've had a good press your followers are growing your email list is growing um but gives you a sense of your business is successful but really how you should be managing your success or or understanding your success is what is your revenue what are your profit margins and so on and so forth and then number three be prepared to pivot I think this is really really important um the feedback the constant feedback loop if something's not working tweak it try what you need to do go go away can how can we do this better can we do we need to try something else do we need to bring somebody else in or do we need to just change and go have the essence of the company but we need to just go on to this road exactly so yeah they are the three lessons um that contributed to our success she could have given up she could have gone it's not working oh my god not work and how many people have They'll, or they'll they'll leave it, not realize. Hang on a minute, have we quite got the strategy right for this? Oh well, let's see tomorrow. If someone will sign up tomorrow. Nothing. All right, let's yeah. let, let's give it a week and see what happens. Like, could you imagine how often yeah. she realized and she says, "I didn't understand the industry well enough." So you'd really go out there, listen. Like Gary V, I was listening to a video of him the other day. He has a role in his company that all they do is go through all the the replies 
to his videos to understand what they're thinking, what they want to see. And then they set a strategy for that. Listening to the customer. It's incredible. It's crazy, you know, like one of the the things I was watching about Gary Vee the other day when people are speaking to him and he goes, yeah, I remember you. You're like, oh yeah, I remember that tweet. Yeah, I know. I read it. Like, I'm like, what? This guy, this guy is. Yeah. He truly listens to his customer, genuinely tries to understand them, honestly. And like, it's one of our principles, isn't it? Customer obsession. It is a genuine thing. Customer obsession. Understand them. But even from one of the things that if you just think about Amazon, they were also almost a step ahead. The customer doesn't actually realize they want this. The same, the next day delivery. Trust me, you want this. Yeah. Everyone was so used to three days. Oh, this is amazing. I'll get it in two or three days. Now you get annoyed if a company doesn't deliver it to you next day. Like I get annoyed. I'm like, why is it not here tomorrow? Why am I waiting till Friday? Like what? Yeah. A hundred percent. And half the time you don't even need it uh, when you when you want it for, right? But now your your expectation is set so much higher than, than where it was. Um, but yeah, man, I think that she's pretty incredible. I'm going to definitely research on her a bit more um because i want to see what yeah exactly that's another thing that we we were going to do actually um a video with a load of women authors female authors for books and stuff yes absolutely and um i've got some uh, credits on my audible actually so i'll see if she's got one um life part it's called life pass drop your limits rise to your potential so we will the link to that down if you want to check that book out absolutely cool so that is this week's episode we just wanted to touch on payal this week um i've been your girl bex and i've been carly thank you so much for watching this week's episode and we will see you all next week peace